Hello to all of our lovely listeners. I am your host, Moira Geary, and this is The Positivity Project. And today on this episode, I'm continuing the theme of fear. And today's episode is based around one of the biggest situations that probably ended up in my in my clinic when I was working one to one with people. And indeed, it now come I come across it a lot in groups where I'm you know running events or also with my QTD practitioners. And that is the fear that we feel when it comes to making decisions. And that can be really big, life-changing decisions, which would be things like, do I take the redundancy? Do I change my career? Do I leave the relationship? Do I start a relationship? Um, do I, you know, do something in, in, in relation to maybe a friend or a colleague? It can be absolutely anything. And also, there can be a huge discomfort in small decisions. And some people get very frustrated and irritated around making small decisions. So regardless of the size of the decision, we're going to work on how we can manage ourselves in that. And also the technique I'm going to show you, um, what people would say that anybody that, that I've used it with, they would say that it helped them to make the best decision because clients used to say to me, I'm coming, I'm coming to, I want need to make a decision and I'm coming to get some advice. Now I never give advice to clients. But what I do is I help clients to come to the answer for themselves uh, because they have the answer and their answer is much better than any answer I could ever possibly know or think of because I've never walked in their shoes and I would need to feel the feelings in my body related to their situation before I would understand whether the decision that they're about to make would be the right one or not. So it's not for me to decide and it would be the same for you. So in relation to making a decision, you might be thinking, but sure, look, at that's that's fairly straightforward. And uh, I know it can be for some people. But if we start and look at even the process of making a decision and there is obviously the time before we come to the, the decision choke point or the time that the, the decision is made. And also there is a timeline afterwards. So to utilize all of that, that is something that I would always do in relation to helping somebody to make that decision. And if we think of the piece before the decision is made, that is actually the most uncomfortable part. So I know a lot of you know that I work with clients where we have situations where people run patterns and they have a lot of um, emotional, um, almost like a pressure cooker inside related to past experiences. But in the situation where we're in and I work with them to release that, but in the situation that we're in now in making a decision, the last thing you want to do is release that. And I know that probably sounds mean and it probably sounds like I'm not being a terribly nice person. However, the best emotional state to be in before we make a decision is to be in a state of a little bit of discomfort or a lot of discomfort because it's that that will push us to make the decision. If we were to take away the discomfort, then there's no urgency in making a decision, which can often really hold people up in life in relation to getting to their potential or to move towards something that they we know that will bring them massive amounts of joy. But if there isn't a bit of discomfort there, then often people will kind of think, oh, sure, I'm fine the way I am or uh, they stay in their comfort zone. So don't be put off with or think that discomfort around making a decision is a bad thing. It's not. It's actually the thing that fuels the decision. OK, so we've just talked there now about the time before we make a decision 
And that's really important. And the discomfort when it comes to actually making the decision before I actually show you and I'll show it to you visually if you're watching on YouTube. But if you're not and you're listening on the podcast is absolutely fine. I'll talk you through it in the very same way that you can visualize it anyway. But before we actually go into the process, I just want to remind you, and I know that we covered this on I think we touched on it on the last episode and definitely on the episode before where I was talking about association and dissociation. So it's really important that we pull in the concept of association when we're doing uh, reducing the fear around and managing the fear around making a decision and also helping somebody to get into a much more comfortable state so that the decision they make is the best decision. So when we talk about association, what I'd be doing with the technique is getting you to Imagine that you're actually in the situation and there will be two options, obviously, will be to make one decision to go in whatever direction that you're trying to make the decision about. And the other one will be going in the direction of either not making the decision or, or as, in, as in not making the decision on, on the, the first leg or making a completely different decision. So it'll be you, you either have two options or you have an option to make this one decision or to stay the way you are. That in itself is also a decision. So in relation to that, then when I was saying just to before we go into that on down the two legs, I just want to remind you about association where I would be asking you to imagine that you're inside yourself in your body when you're going down both roads. In other words, looking out through your eyes and seeing what you'd see, hearing what you'd hear and getting a sense of what it would feel like to be in that situation. The reason why I'm doing that is I want to engage your subconscious mind, which doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. So as far as it's concerned, you have will have made the decision. But what also will happen because the subconscious obviously will react to the scenario it believes it's in, you will have an emotional response in your body. And what will happen is that every cell in your body will um, react to or respond to the scenario of making that decision. And when it does that, then you will be engaging your intuition or your when I'm, when I'm talking about intuition, there's three layers, but I'm just going to talk about one today, which is where we pick up information all of our lives through our experiences and we embed that information and the feeling attached to that at a subconscious level. So we can pull that up. So in other words, if you've been in a situation where you have really trusted somebody and when you trusted them, there was a little inkling that maybe there's something about this person, but I can't put my finger on it. That usually is our intuition, which is and where it's getting that information from is where somewhere in the past there was somebody maybe very similar or had some, some similar traits. And there was something about that person that might have let you down or might have done something where you you felt that, you know, you couldn't trust that person or that type of person again. You might be consciously aware of it, but there's something about this new person. And when they're doing something, you're sort of thinking, yeah, they're a really nice person, but there's something and I can't put my finger on it. Usually if we go with uh, they're a nice person and I can't put my finger on it, we will find down the road that something will happen and you'll go. I knew it. I just knew there was something where you're let down, etc. That is you engaging one aspect of your intuition, which is highly intelligent. So when we're using this technique, we're tapping into that a little bit where I'm getting your subconscious mind to feel and associate into the feelings of making this decision. And you won't necessarily decide whether you would take that redundancy or change that job or, you know, leave a relationship or go into a relationship based on logical thinking from the conscious mind as in the list of pros and cons 
which is not bad in itself. But I would not engage that only if I'm making a decision. I would always engage both. So I would engage my subconscious mind and my intuition through doing this technique. And then once I've that done, I don't make the decision straight away. What I would ask you to do is to then engage the pros and cons and then let everything settle. And it probably will take in or around what I would say from experience with clients would be about a week for the decision to land 100 percent. Um, so we'll always give people that little bit of a, a bit of time after we do this technique to then have a look and see, OK, I'll, everything's settled for a week and then I will I will have a time in a week's time or a particular date and a, and a time where I will have the decision made by rather than just leaving it open ended. So that's an important aspect of this technique as well. So to go through it, I'm just going to if you're on YouTube, I'm going to pull up a visual and if you're listening on the podcast you'll be able to follow along anyway it's absolutely fine so this is just a hand-drawn little thing with three lines really so if you're listening on the podcast what I'm going to ask you to imagine is that you can see a line out in front of you this is a line of time and on that line of time there there is a circle and I want you to stop at the circle on the ground that circle on the ground is where you're going to start in relation to going down one road down to your right or down a road to your left. So to start with, we're going to go down the road to the right. So I want you to imagine that you can see down the road to the right. And that is the leg of or the road to making this particular decision. So one side of the decision. So whether it is to leave the job. So just imagine it is um, a redundancy package and you're deciding you want to leave the job. I want you to go down that road in yourself. So step into yourself and then step down that road. And walk along until you get to the point where you actually make the decision. So what I want you to do is to then stay in the position of making the decision just for a moment. So just stay in here and on the on YouTube, I have it as a, a green dot. So be in your body, looking out through your eyes, seeing what you'd see, hearing what you hear and getting a sense of what, what it feels like to make that decision. What does it feel like in your body? And obviously, you know, if, if this is the best way to do this is with your eyes closed, but don't close your eyes unless it's safe for you to do so. And now that you're in that situation where you've made the decision, what I want you to do next is move on beyond that decision. So go out maybe a week, three weeks, six weeks, nine weeks, a couple of months and out to a year out beyond that decision and get a sense of what does it feel like now that you're beyond that decision? What's happening? Is it OK? Was it the right decision? What's life like? What way are you behaving? Who are you engaging with, etc.? And feel all of that in your body because your intuition knows. Don't make any decisions. What I want you to do now is come right back to the point where the why was on the road. So back into that point to before any decision was made. And now I want you to notice that there is another road down to the left. And down that road is that you don't make any decision or there might be a second scenario here of a decision that you could make. So either or I want you now standing in your body in that dot on the road. I want you to step out down the other leg where you could make a very different decision. And that is to do nothing or to decide to go another way and move out up to the point where you make the decision in your body, looking out through your eyes, seeing what you'd see and hearing what you'd hear and getting a sense of what that feels like. And then go beyond it, out a week, two weeks, three weeks, five weeks, 
That's it. A couple of months way out and notice out here what's different. What does that feel like in your physical body? Really engage with it and get a real sense of what that feels like in your body. And when you're ready, just notice that compared to the other one and then come back to now. When you come back to now, what I would say to you is you might instantly know what the right decision is. But what I always would say to clients is don't take action on it for a couple of days. You absolutely might be 100 percent sure and that might be ultimately the decision that you make. However, it's not always the case. So what I would really suggest is that, first of all, notice how and this is goes back to the reason for behind this particular episode, which is around how to manage fear and manage other, you know, maybe for, for decision making would be it's mainly fear, actually, but it could be frustration or an irritation as well. But how you manage that by just doing that little technique, because what it's done is it's actually allowed your subconscious to experience either or and it allows the subconscious to know that we, you have options and what the options will feel like, which stops it from worrying about will I make the wrong decision because now it's had had a feel of both scenarios and that's all it's looking for is to feel what it would feel like if I went one way and feel what I'd feel like if I went the other way now I know it's not um an absolute you know intense feeling as if it's actually happened now for some of you you will be able to create that but for other people it's a sense that you're getting when you're going down both roads either or your subconscious will be satisfied to a degree which means that you will be managing your fear or managing any um, worry or concern that you might have around making the decision then I would ask you to decide when am I going to take action on this decision and I would highly recommend that you do it you do that within a week and you decide on a date and you decide on a time. And usually what it, well, if clients were working with me, they were always had to text me or, or call me to let me know what the decision was by that time. But I would highly recommend that you might have a friend or somebody that you can trust that you tell them I have a decision to make and I need to have that decision made by, you know, next Wednesday at three o'clock. So I'm just going to ask you if it's OK with you if I let you know that I've made that decision or if you want to share the decision with them, obviously go and do that as well. Very powerful technique and incredible with managing the emotions around decisions, because I know that that's one of the biggest. It was a, a very, very common and popular um, scenario that people would turn up with in the room that I obviously would work in when I used to work one to ones. And also, as I say, hugely uh, popular in relation to the events that I run, the people who often say I've, I've, I'm finding it very difficult and I'm very stressed around not being able to make a decision. And also with QTT practitioners, um, it's something that will come up in the room for them as well. And obviously they work one to one with clients with it. So short and sweet on this one, but very powerful. So don't underestimate the power of it just because the video and the podcast might be quite short. But um, going back to do a very quick uh, summary of that. When we are about to make a decision, we feel uncomfortable. It's good to feel uncomfortable because that's what will drive us to make the decision. What's happening is your subconscious mind is concerned about what will happen or what will it feel like if I go one way or go the other. That's what the discomfort is. And it's the worry of making the wrong decision and the fear of making the wrong decision. The quickest way to overcome it is to see it as a road that you're on and you're going to come to a point on the road where you can either go one way to make one decision or go the other to make a different decision or to stay the same. 
when we do it, we do it. We are always associated into ourselves. So imagining that we're in our body, we're looking out through our eyes, seeing what we'd see, hearing what we'd hear, getting a sense through all of our senses, visual, auditory, smell, taste and touch. And we're in our body. And then we imagine that we go down one road. So we take the road to the right first. We walk to the point where we've made the decision and we're living the new decision. And then you live out beyond the moment of decision making, which is you know, not much point in just staying there. Uh, it's important that you go beyond it because that will give you a real sense of whether this is right for you in your life. Often when people just stay at the point of decision making, they get a sense of relief because a decision is made. But when we go beyond it, people often say, oh, my God, that's actually completely different. I didn't expect it to feel like that beyond the moment when I made the decision. I just was looking for the relief for the fact that I'd made a decision. So it's really important that you go beyond the decision. And again, being in your body and getting a real visceral experience of what that would feel like when you have made that decision. What would life be like? How would people around you be? How would you be acting, behaving, reacting, responding and enjoying life or whatever? Then once you're familiar with that feeling and your subconscious has got a sense of it, we bring you back to the point in the road before where the why is and if you like you can actually step off the road for a second or step out of yourself that's kind of a good idea to do as well not necessary but it can be it's a bit like you're breaking your state or you're just coming back to normal and then you get yourself back into the feeling of indecision and you haven't made the decision and then you step out onto the other road which is either that you stayed the same or you make a completely different decision you move out to the point of the decision as you're in your body, again, looking out through your eyes and seeing what you'd see, etc. And then you go beyond that point. So way out three months, six months, nine months and get a real sense of what your life would be like out there with that second option. Feel it in your body and allow your subconscious to get familiar with it so that it can, it can engage the fabulous information it has from your intuition, from all of your past experiences and then come back to now. So what I mean by, you know, I was I know I gave the example about the past experiences and, and tuning into your intuition around somebody that you might end up not trusting. But also remember that every experience you've ever had in your life, there is almost like a blueprint embedded in our nervous system. So it's it's really important because the subconscious needs that to be able to have references to make new decisions or to to um, actually solve problems. It can be for anything, but it's it's it's. A fabulous, almost like, you know, this this huge resource that we have that is embedded in all of us. And it really is important. It doesn't come out like a voice or somebody telling you what to do. It's a feeling. It's almost like it's silent, but it's a sense and a knowing. Um, and it's based on your past experiences. Well, the first level of intuition is it's based on your past experiences and what you learned from those. So just be very discerning and uh, tune into that because it's very important. Now, once you've done that, then I would ask you to sit then and you pull out the pros and cons from your conscious mind, your logical mind. So if I go either way now that I felt it logically and consciously what are the pros and cons in relation to that and from that then just let it all settle and give it a week and then let somebody know that you're going to let them know within a week that you've made a decision and then once you've that done actually contact the person and tell them what your decision is all of that will massively reduce any fear you have around decisions and decision making. But not only that, it'll also help you to make really, really, really good decisions and to make them quickly. So that's it for this episode. Um, if you've just popped in on this one and you haven't heard others, I've done 
the last two previous episodes were also on techniques and tools to help you manage fear um, and to help you manage the intensity of it. And there are little tools you can have in your back pocket if you need them in difficult situations. And also just the reminder that if you're listening on any of the Spotify or Google or Apple channels or whatever you get your podcast, please follow uh, the channel and please leave a rating if you've enjoyed this. And also remember the seven day positivity project is available for free for everybody. Tools and techniques that absolutely are amazing. And I guarantee you will feel a lot better if you implement them guaranteed and I know that because 11,000 people have already done it and uh, the percentage of the impact the positive impact has been phenomenal so please absolutely feel free to, to access that as I always say no soldier left behind and um, it's important that people have access to free information that will make a change and obviously if you're watching on YouTube a little subscribe would be lovely and that's it for this episode and I'm looking forward to um, speaking to you on the next one